Good evening. It is Sunday the 24th of November and a warm welcome, or cool welcome in this case, to episode 24 of my Napa Pomo series for 2019. My name is Dave. I am joined this evening by my entire family. I have no idea what Alex is talking about. Um, we're just walking into church. Alex, sharp. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're, we're into the last, the last week of the project. There are but seven days remaining, including this one. Um, <coughs> quite pleased that I'm up to speed with it. Uh, two things I want to mention today. The first one is what I mentioned on yesterday's show, which is we went to see Lion King today. And I said at the time I didn't know how to feel about it because the trailers I'd seen didn't really fill me with much, uh, much confidence that I was going to enjoy it. Uh, how wrong was I? How wrong was you indeed? How wrong was I indeed? Hello, you. Hi. 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 Hi, Cara. Hi. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we watched the, the, the 2019 um, almost live-action uh, version of The Lion King. It's not, because it's still computer-generated, but wow, the, uh, the, the appearance of it was amazing. The special effects were fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's quite faithful to the original. You've seen the original, haven't you? No. Have you, not seen, have you seen the original Lion King, Amy? You have. How do you think the new Lion King compared to the original? It was definitely different in some parts, but overall almost the same. Yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, no, it was, it was very good. Very good indeed. I was a bit concerned when I first saw the trailers. The, the how can I put this? The marrying up of the voices to the speaking actions of the characters uh, I didn't think was particularly good uh, and to be honest I, I still don't think they were particularly good because I don't know you you're trying to make an animal a non-human speak human which doesn't necessarily work Very difficult to do. yeah exactly but uh, no, overall, fantastic film. How many times did you cry? Many. <laughs> how many times did you cry? I didn't cry at all. Yeah, but you're, how many times did you cry, Alex? None. None. Are you walking behind because you want to avoid the, the recorder? I had to bubble my empire. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Um, how many times did you cry at uh, Lion King? About three or four. All right. But it was just my eyes were a bit watery. Right, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I had some dust in, in mine. I did have a really dark and silly thought that Kara shared. It would have been a really quick film if at the beginning, when Rafiki, Rafiki was holding the lion cub out to people, he dropped Simba. That would have been the end of the film very quickly. It would have been, yes. <laughs> um, and I have to admit, the first thing that came to my mind was Michael Jackson. Oh, bubbles. Yeah, no. No? Him holding the, his oh, blanket. child... Oh, uh, yeah. No, over the balcony. Yeah, it's called Blanket. What was? They, the kid was called Blanket at that point. Oh, at that point, yes, maybe. I think he's called Prince now. Prince Michael Jr. or something, I can't remember. Yeah. Cross. Uh, yeah, so that was good. Very much recommended. Go see it 
if you get the opportunity to. We did, because it was cheap. Because we did, we did it under the Movies for Juniors banner, which meant we only paid three pound fifty. Three pound twenty-five a ticket. Three pound twenty-five a ticket, rather. Two pound fifty a ticket, but seventy-five p booking fee per ticket. Cheeky. Oh, for booking online. Yeah, had we gone there and bought the tickets. We could have saved money by paying a five pound annual fee to do Cineworld Plus, but it's not worth it because we use no, it's your. Not. Could we not have gone there and bought the tickets? Yes, but then you risk the fact that they wouldn't have any tickets left. And remind me, the second, sorry, third biggest screen in Cineworld Sheffield, and there were how many people in it? Twenty. Three families. Out of a seating capacity of how many? Hundreds. I would 600? say possibly you'd get probably a thousand in there, wouldn't you? Six hundred to a thousand. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, the second thing I wanted to talk about um, was something that actually cropped up today, Cross. Something that cro um, cropped up today, which I would like your input on, please. Um, after we went to the cinema, we went to Parkgate, which is a um, retail park not far from where we are. I, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago um, because it was underwater. Um, and we... I don't, I don't know how to approach this. Basically, people can't follow drive, uh, road instructions. Or don't care to. Or don't care to. So we were walking... Most car parks... Um, I'd say most, most car parks have some kind of tra uh, traffic control. Yes. So you can go up one, one line of, of parking spaces one way, come down the next line of traffic spaces the other way. And they're there for a reason. They're there to, to help keep the traffic flowing. So you don't get two cars, one coming in at either end and then blocking each other off because they can't get past each other. So we were walking back to the car um, from the shop that we'd gone to and we were walking in direct direction of the, tra of the traffic. So that the only place that a car should have come in towards us is from behind, not in front. So car inevitably comes in in front of us, turns in, doesn't indicate incidentally, nope. turns into, into the, the one-way route in the wrong direction. I, quite neighbourly I thought, pointed out the fact that there was an arrow on the road saying you're going the wrong way and she gave us the most disgusting look. And mouth the words, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, so what? Yeah, so what? And then was followed by two more cars. Yeah, they did indicate, so you know, it makes a difference. Still went Not. Down way. Yeah, but we've noticed that this quite a frequent thing. I mean, the cinema we went to, we, we normally park around the back where there's more parking spaces, but because it was uh, quarter past nine in the morning, by the time we got there, there was no parking spaces out front, so we went to the front one instead. But at the back, when you go into the cinema car park, the first turning on the right is exit. So you go into the second one and then do just a tiny convoluted loop probably takes I don't know an extra 20 seconds to navigate for you to then go up into the parking but what inevitably happens when it's busy you find yet yeah, you see a parking space you can see it's there it's ready for the for the begging there's nobody else in route to take that parking space so you follow the parking route the, the driving route second right go round come up around the other side only to find somebody's gone the wrong way to beat you to it. Precisely. And I think that is just downright rude and selfish. Worse than that, I've been coming out of the exit route with the three kids in. Someone's tried to turn into it. Nearly impacted on me. I beat my horn. 
and they've given me the grief for going the correct way when they've clearly cut a corner and disgusted that I'm in their way. Well, that's what they've given you the grief for, being in their way, for inconveniencing them. Even though they're in the wrong. And that's just what is one of many things that bug me about other road users is yeah. that they just will not follow directions. Directions that are put there, not for inconvenience, not to make your life more difficult, they're there for safety. But the directions are there for everybody else but them. Yeah, well, I missed reading that in the small print. Same with your signals are only there for everybody apart from the ones that use signals that nobody can see. You just have to assume where they're Cross. going. Oh, the, um, the, the, the telepathic signals? Yes. Yes, no, I, I know which ESP one. Signaling. ESP signalling, yes. I know I'm familiar with that. Yeah, lots of... Again, people get angry at if you don't recognise what they were doing that they didn't tell you they were doing, but you should have known it. Yes. And another one, while we're on the subject, I'm on a roll, and we've got like a minute and a half before we get to where we're going, um, is that place near Tesco, where you've got two, two, routes, two lanes of traffic. The left-hand lane is for one route, the right-hand lane is for another route. The right-hand lane then separates into two lanes. So you have one lane going off to one route and two lanes going off the other route. But people think they're funny by going down the left lane, which is usually quieter, which is usually quieter, and then cutting in at the last minute without indicating into traffic that is actually in the has place. the right to be there. And there have been multiple collisions at that place where the person who's done that manoeuvre still doesn't understand why they had a collision. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's selfishness. It's just like a complete lack of respect on the road. It's really why dash cams are invented. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we are almost at church. Um, oh, good, good time as well. So I will leave it there. Thank you, family, for joining in. Yay. Yay. Oh, there was much rejoicing. Well, that's because your da younger daughter and son are doing their own recording. Yes. Well, the last time that Alex did a, uh, a recording for his version of Napa Pomo, it was completely unusable. But if this one is usable, then uh, I might, uh, might drop this into the, into the feed for Chucks. Bonus material. <laughs> Bonus episode. So anyway, uh, that's it from me. I will speak to you tomorrow. Have a good evening and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye. See ya.